<laughs> yeah, yeah, way I, too long. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, it's like I'm gonna make it shorter. It, it wound up, it wound up ten seconds longer. It's yeah. like it needs an intro. It's also a little dark. <laughs> I know it's probably too dark. I like uh, it. I, I like it too, but it does not set the tone for what we're gonna do here. It's definitely something I would listen to, like, like on my off time. Most of the songs you listen to about what you've been eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, you were making a playlist of songs that were vaguely related to food. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I remember is you put on a song called Rings. <laughs> it's related to onion rings. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going pretty hard on that for a while and uh, I gave up, but I think there's enough songs on there to where it doesn't actually appear that I gave up. <laughs> How many are there? Like 90? Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch. <laughs> That's cool. Well, welcome, listeners, to the very first episode of What You Eaten. Wow. The brand new subscriber-only spinoff show of Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. And I'm so glad we don't have to say that every time we oh, do this. It's so nice. Uh-huh. Uh, we are worried, indeed though. still live to a hard drive yes, and yes. all that, <laughs> yeah. but we're not going to say it on this show. <laughs> Man. So tell us about this, Dan. What are we doing here? Uh, well, we are for this particular episode mm-hmm. visiting as many new restaurants to Springfield as we can. Yeah, we're going to be doing that every fourth Friday. This show is going to be called What You Eaten. It's going to be a monthly occurrence, monthly occasion. Sure. A very special occasion <laughs> every single time. It's going to require us to eat even more yes. than we have been before. And we you typically eat two to three meals a week for this show. But uh, there's more to it than that. Obviously, it's going to cost $5. I don't know why I said obvious. It's not obvious. It's <laughs> if you're be... listening right now, then it's obvious to you. Yeah. Well, oh, no. Uh, wow. This is going to be on the main That's feed. That's right. That's Everyone right. can hear this episode. This one can still suck then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's free. Therefore, we can do a bad job. We're not going to, though. I'm pretty determined to do good today. Yeah. But if we're not, just know the next episode, that'll be worth your $5. You just tanked my segue. <laughs> Speaking of doing good... If you just want to rewind to pretend Dan didn't tank it. <laughs> Speaking Let's do of, an actual rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of doing good. Oh, boy. Stealing other people's bits again. <laughs> That's what we do here. Uh, half of that $5 will be donated to Ozark's Food Harvest. And I did not reach out to them before we decided no. we were going to do that. And posted it on the internet and tagged them. And they're like, hey, this is cool. <laughs> and uh, I was like, it's probably not going to be that much money. But, you know, we're doing what we can. And, like, and they said... One dollar, four meals. Wow. Four That's meals. That's a quarter a meal. And so we are going to take half the money and use it to put on the show because it does cost money to use like the research resources and the hosting and also to eat all the food. And yes. we'll probably <laughs> still be using some of our own money for the food, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. It's a choice that we sure. make and we would do it anyway. But uh, mostly for me, I'm excited to, uh, you know, every five dollars is going to provide 10 meals. 10 meals yeah. oh, uh, a month. So for every episode that you receive of the premium What You Eatin' show, uh-huh. you're providing five meals. Uh-huh. And then the show we're going to do every second Friday of the month, which is going to be whatever we want. We have some stuff <laughs> planned, but uh, I don't I don't know what we're going to do. It's just going to be fun. We're probably not going to talk about food that much, although I think the next several we have planned are indeed food related. I was just going to sing karaoke on the next <laughs> one. <laughs> we can do that on the main feed. Oh, yeah. Not so much anymore. We haven't done that in a while, actually. <laughs> for a minute. But anyway, so $5 a month if you want to subscribe. Please do. Um, to be totally honest with you, 
Not not a lot of people so far. <laughs> we have a goal that we're not going to say, but also we'll probably just keep doing the thing anyway. I don't know. Um, we did have one person do an insanely huge donation, that, yes. and we told him it was irresponsible. <laughs> or I did. <laughs> it, it definitely was. I ran into him at the grocery store yesterday oh, really? and let him know just how irresponsible it was. <laughs> but, like, uh, I sent him a message that just said, that's stupid, man. Don't do that. <laughs> anyway, $5 is enough. If you feel like doing more, that's great. you know. But uh, f- we, we would really appreciate it if you'd spend $5 to hear some more of us talking each month and to provide... 10 meals for someone who is hungry or people who are hungry in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. So with that, wow, we have five restaurants to talk about this week. And here's how it's going to go. Um, Dan and I really can't afford financially or time-wise <laughs> to go to five different restaurants true. each month. <laughs> so we split them up. We divvied up the new restaurants. And that's where we're going to go about this. The last one we're going to talk about, we did both go to. And I think that's, uh-huh. that's probably a good pattern to get into. Absolutely. I think. I think I said five. We have four, actually. We do. You, <laughs> you keep saying five. <laughs> well, the first one we're going to talk about is one that I went to. It's Tequila E. Mezcal. Wow. In a Feast magazine article written by Lillian Stone, who, spoiler alert, we have booked to be a guest Ooh. on a future episode of this very podcast. Uh, quote, and I'm not doing full research on this. I just found one article for each of these places, and I'm going to read it verbatim. Sure. I do not have time <laughs> to do a full segment with music. Okay. Uh, Sophia Pavon Wilson wants to reinvent Mexican cuisine. Until recently, Pavon Wilson's parents owned and operated Yoseline's Mexican cuisine and more in downtown Springfield. Now she and her husband are taking the reins. Pavon Wilson reopened Yoseline's as Tequila y Mezcal Mexican cuisine and bar, serving what Pavon describes as upscale Mexican with a modern twist. Did, had you eaten Yoseline's much before they closed, Dan? I had only been there once. My buddy Lucas is a huge Yoseline's fan, mm. loves the family, and uh, recommended many times that we cover them. Mm. And, uh, sorry, sorry, Lucas. Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there several times. There was one thing there that I really, really liked. It was the gorilla steak, Ooh. which was like a plantain pancake topped with fajita steak and like fajita veggies. Oh, and it was great. I gotta tell you, wasn't even high quality beef. You get a little grit in there sometimes, but the plantain, just the combination of that and the vegetables was fantastic. I was really hoping that tequila y mezcal had maintained the gorilla steak on the menu or retained as it were. They did not. It's not on there. I was slightly disappointed, but you you know, you, you in a I threw a. I know. I'm, I don't want to edit these. Well, it's too late. You've already screwed up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I was gonna leave it all in. Uh, well, I, I felt like doing that. I felt like going ape, uh, but but I did not. Um, I just I was with Jake, actually, good buddy Jake, sure. who 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 gave me this whiskey that we're both drinking, Rebel yeah. Yell Straight Rye Whiskey, Rye Whiskey, because I fed his kittens while I was out of town. Oh, wow. He doesn't have kittens; he has one full-grown cat. I don't know why I said kittens. <laughs> what is wrong with you today? I don't know, man. My brain's messed up. I literally had something done to my brain, and now I can't function anymore. I, I hear your quit. brain's actually working a little better now. Mm. <laughs> Could it be because I texted you a graph of my T level results? <laughs> today well yes you texted me your daily graph of your t-level <laughs> that you sent to me each day it was low it was low now it's uh pretty high folks yeah. Hot, turns the out high range you, of normal when, baby when you go in and mess with the pituitary gland things change and dan was like it's gonna be a much more aggressive show and i realized i've definitely been more aggressive <laughs> if you listen to the last couple episodes especially during uh the character segments which you know what 
Let's say we'll acknowledge that they're characters. Sure. <laughs> on the bonus episodes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And maybe we can talk about behind the scenes stuff. That'd be fun. Yeah, a little BTS. Might also be excruciating <laughs> and uninteresting for anyone, but we'll see. Uh, so, Dan, tell me the thought process behind William Robert Thornton. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a play on Billy Bob Thornton. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, back to normal. Uh, or whatever uh, I am now is not what I was before. I don't know if it's normal or what, but sure. Tequila y Mezcal. Wow. <laughs> Jake and I went there. I ate a mini chimichanga uh, from the lunch menu with chicken. Um, I'm not, not sure what was so mini about it. Seemed like a normal order to me. Maybe a regular order, they give you two of them. Uh, it was golden brown. It was covered with a thin layer of cheese. It's kind of impressive how like thin. That. They made the layer because you could still see through the brown, and yet it was totally covered. See, see through to the brown, yet it was totally covered with the cheese. Um, that outer layer was very crispy. The cheese didn't sog it up at all. Chicken inside was tender and very tasty, just lightly seasoned. Mostly just had that brothy chicken taste, you know. Talking shredded chicken yes. or chunks? Shredded. Love a shredded, shredded chicken. chicken. For sure. Love that. Get those chunks out of my chimney. Yeah. That's what I say. I, no, I totally agree. <laughs> and I've said that many times. <laughs> Ver- verbatim? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get a chunk out of my chimney. <laughs> uh, it came with rice and beans. It was like very thin grain rice. Had a real deep reddish orange hue. Soft, no crispness at all. Only a mild flavor, really. Sure. We've encountered rice like this at a lot of different places, Dan. Yeah. It's, it's pretty standard issue. Uh, Mexican rice. The beans, the thin bean dip style, covered with cheese. Rice and beans looked great on the plate. The presentation was excellent. They had that brand new Fiesta Ware. You know, it's like a certain type of plates. My mom has one. That's the only reason I know the name. Oh, I know about the Fiesta Ware. <laughs> oh, do tell. Tell us about that. It's, uh, it's, it's a real party. It's for when you party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. The jokes write themselves. <laughs> I wish they did. <laughs> uh, the flavor of neither the rice nor the beans really stuck out is extraordinarily good, but they served their purpose. They were good. Uh, I enjoyed them. Now, I also got a side of Mexican street corn. I was hoping for the corn on the cob style, like Antonio, like Elotes de Antonio, which, you know, we, we might talk about that sometime sure. soon. Someday. Sometime. But it, uh, it came in a salsa bowl, and this is you ate it with a spoon. It was that kind of a dish. It was a gore corn inside some gooey mayo topped with cilantro sprigs and like a deep dark red seasoning a bunch of seasoning on top looked really nice again great presentation had a real fresh taste really expected more like punch from the flavor because there was so much seasoning on there um honestly could have used even a little bit more salt but i generally enjoyed it i'm a big fan of this dish just street corn I really like. You got feelings about street corn? You know, I haven't seen street corn since you're from the streets. (laughs) Well, they got a lot of corn down there. Why don't we go ahead and rewind just a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) So I can try that again before you started. (laughs) Dan, you're from the streets. You got got any feelings about street corn? Further, (laughs) Andy. What I was going to say was uh, I have not seen street corn since the early 90s whenever I saw Jonathan Davis uh, busking. Ooh. Um, uh, she's from the band Corn. That's good. On the street. Uh, let's go ahead and rewind before I did that. <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of street corn. I've only had it a couple times, but I, I generally like different preparations of corn on the cob. It's good. <laughs> Butter. It's good. Get some butter and salt on there. Sure. Mm, love corn. Where, was, did they put any of the cream on there? 
The cream. Oh, yes. like the cotilla? Yeah, there, was co- there wasn't cream. Oh, it was okay. mayo. Yeah. And then there was some cotilla on the top sure. and some sprigs of cilantro. Ooh. I didn't mention the cotilla. It was very Delicious. It was cheesy. Yeah. Like I said, very fresh. Wish it had been just a little bit more savory. Overall, I really enjoyed our lunch at Tequila Imezcal. Company was great, especially. Our server was very helpful. They actually had a vegan uh, menu. Well, they didn't have a written menu, but Jake was able to order some vegan stuff. They had walnut beef. And I asked Jake how it tasted, and he said, nutty. So <laughs> it's uh, the vegan two cents on that. Yeah, we'll have to get back with Jake as to whether that's a good thing or not. Uh, I don't know. I, he seemed to like it. I mean, he ate it and he texted me like three hours ago. I'm so full still. No, he is so. a bit of a nut. <laughs> Overall, tequila y mezcal, just like solid city style Mexican food. I was happy to have it downtown like as an option for lunch. It's kind of a scaled down, cheaper version of what La Paloma is doing. Sure. You know, I'm a big fan of La Paloma, yeah, but it's, you know, a little, bit of a, little bit of a bank breaker, you know, and it's, it's nice to have a different option. was happy with it. Enjoyed it. Well, what'd you try, Dan? Oh, boy, Andy. The first place I tried, which was actually the second place I tried. <laughs> we'll get to the first yeah. place later. I went to Archie's Italian Eatery okay, on I got the a, corner of Fremont and Republic. It, and that place has been through a lot of changes it has in the been, past few years. Yes. What's, what's it been like? Two or three different places? So the first thing I can remember was the Argentina Steakhouse, it which was, is what we keep referring to it as around mm-hmm. here, even though it was a whole other restaurant between then and the current generation. Yeah. Uh, it was Frida's, which uh, I'm not sure if it it, it was some type of uh, Latin food. Uh-huh. Uh, and they had the visage of Frida Kahlo right. painted on the side of the mm-hmm. building. Because, you know, she's well known for her I mean, you say <laughs> visage. It was just on the side. They just had a huge unibrow. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, I looked at it and I was like, is this Anthony Davis's <laughs> the basketball player with a big old unibrow? You want to hear the history of this place real quick? I'd love it. Or not the history, but a little background. As stated on the establishment's Facebook page, former longtime general manager of Perkins Restaurant Bakery, the recently closed Whoa, Perkins. Okay. If you'll remember back on our uh, Farmer's Gastro Pub episode, that was uh, right around that time, and people were very upset about it yes. at the bar Gastro yeah. Pub. This man's name is Archie Donahoe. A local restaurateur icon has had a dream for many years to open up his own restaurant. His dream has been to bring an authentic Italian eatery to the Ozarks. In order for the dream to reveal itself, a few things had to happen. <laughs> Fast forward, this dream of Archie's has became, became a reality. Sick. And he and the staff cannot wait to serve the Ozarks with tradition, passion, and luxury menu items <laughs> that will have you coming back for more. Wow. What is a luxury menu item? Um, I think luxury. When I hear luxury, I mean like I. I think imagine places to sit. I don't know what it is. Like luxury. Luxury has to do with like comfort in a space to me. You know, it was a very comfy restaurant. Mm. It's formerly a steakhouse, and it definitely has a. It has a pretty luxurious feel to the inside of it. Um, beyond the TV playing Independence Day off of uh, TNT. Classy. <laughs> very, very weird thing to put on in your restaurant. Uh-huh. I mean, it was very, uh, not very many people in there whenever we went. We kind of went at weird, uh, kind of mid-afternoon, post-lunch, pre-dinner hours. Crunch. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We sure we're not ed- editing this one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's part of the deal. <laughs> Well, I went there with uh, my lovely girlfriend, the beef, mm-hmm. uh, LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one's going to stick. 
<laughs> you tried out a bunch, but I really like that one a lot. Well, you know, I like I like to change them periodically, but I'm I'm definitely a fan of this one, mm-hmm. and um, I I think I can go ahead and say that she's a fan of it as well. Is uh, she beyond me not ever having told her about <laughs> it? And, uh, not really planning I, uh, to. Wouldn't tell her. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what if anyone else will? Is anyone in her like orbit? Yeah. Listen to the show yeah. and tell her stuff. Yeah, every, every once in a while. <laughs> does, she, does she know about the beef? Uh, she she has not found out about it just yet. Okay, mm-hmm. let's listen. Hey, li- listeners, if you know the beef, <laughs> don't tell her. Don't tell her. Don't be a rat. Please. <laughs> don't, 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 don't rat me out to the beef. We need Dan to be happy. Uh, um, no, I really don't think that she'd care. Yeah. She likes beef. You know, <laughs> she actually just texted me uh, drunk noodle. Oh, like that's that, that's what, what I'm picking for up for her after we record at Thai Express. No, I'm going to Thai Express. Oh, dude, that's what I'm getting tonight. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to wait a little while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's really far away from the tower where we record. We must both really love Thai Express. <laughs> We're still keeping that up for the <laughs> yeah. bonus episodes, too. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Yep. Up here in the tower. <laughs> so many people believe it. Why not? <laughs> um, gotta say, uh, I don't know if Perkins was known for their Italian food. I got to pause right now <laughs> and, and tell you a story. Our dear friend, Nathaniel. Yes. <laughs> whose last name uh, was Perkins. Uh-huh. You already know this story. Probably sure. We were at Windermere church camp Absolutely. and we were on this long uh, van ride because they had like adventure games or whatever, like rope swing and stuff like that. Yep. And you had to take a little ride to get out there to do those. And for whatever reason, we had picked up these girls from some other church to go with us. And uh, <laughs> Nathaniel on the way back convinced these girls, tried to convince these girls that his parents owned Perkins restaurant. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's fantastic. And our pastor was driving and was very upset that he was just blatantly <laughs> lying to these young girls. We were like middle school aged. Sure. But yeah, anyway. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Archie's Italian eatery. This is the way it's going to be. I hope you all like this. Please, please give us $5 a month. <laughs> Remember, half goes to charity. Uh-huh. So it's almost irresponsible for you to not. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd say you're a bad person if you don't. Yeah, yeah that's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> we started out our meal at Archie's with a nice glass of wine. And we wanted to get a little appetizer. So we went with the ham and fresh basil pinwheels. Hmm. Something I definitely would never have ordered. This was very much the beef's idea. She's a more into the pinwheel fan, I guess. More into the pencil wheels. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's pen and pencil. Good God. It's really bad. <laughs> it was atrocious. <laughs> the ham and fresh basil pinwheels are, uh, of course, tortilla filled with ham, fresh basil, cream cheese, sun-dried tomatoes, and red leaf lettuce. These were pretty good for pinwheels. I would say there wasn't a whole lot special about them beyond the fresh basil inside. There was definitely a fresh piece of basil in each piece, and that definitely kind of livened it up. They were also served with a nice hefty bowl of pesto. But for pinwheels, uh, $9, a little, little high yeah. for me. I'll, I'll show you a picture of them later, but they, uh, they weren't the most beautiful <laughs> Pinwheels. I've mm. never ordered pinwheels from a restaurant before. Honestly, I did not know that any of them served them. I don't know what those are. I, I don't know oh, what a pinwheel is. So they're 
you take a tortilla and you fill it with all the ingredients and then you roll it into a tube uh-huh. and then you cut that into circular sections. Okay. So they all come out like little mini hockey oh, pucks. Definitely, okay. yeah, it's like it's got a, a big, spiral design with the It's like the a big finger food thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's very much a party favor, not necessarily an appetizer that you would order. But Usually a lot of them left. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, definitely a few left whenever we left. Uh, didn't love these, but unfortunately they were not the end of what I didn't love mm. there. Sorry, <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> That was right into the microphone. <laughs> the beef got the cranberry feta salad with Dijon vinaigrette. That this, sounds delicious. Yes, it sure does. <laughs> it was not very good. They, uh, it was very much just some um, pretty basic dole lettuce with uh, this said cranberries. I'm pretty sure that they were craisins. They were a little sweet to be actual dried cranberries in my estimate. Uh, definitely had a little feta on there and some kind of vinaigrette. I didn't taste too Dijon to me, uh, but this was also 1099 maybe a little steep for a salad by any estimate but once again i will show you the picture of this Mm -hmm. later and uh (laughs) it was not worth 1099 i following your lead actually went with the italian beef sandwich you had just talked up your italian beef sandwich from chicago cheesesteak company and man that made me really want to get one i mean I like the one from there, but I like the one from Jay Prino's way more. Sure. I mean, it just kind of, it, it reminded me that an Italian beef sandwich was a thing, and I love a wet beef, you know? <laughs> I can't make the joke I want to make right no, now. No, we can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, this is a fresh Italian bread served open-faced with Italian beef, tomatoes, pickles, banana peppers, and smothered in our homemade meat sauce oh boy have you ever had an italian beef with meat sauce on it before andy wait so it's like red it's a red sauce oh it's it's bolognese it doesn't that doesn't seem like it would work so. it's like a mix of two flavors that don't really work together it was a mix of a lot of flavors that didn't really work mm. together unfortunately uh they asked if i'd like cheese on it and they gave me a choice between provolone or mozzarella i went with the provolone that cost a dollar extra that put this full half sandwich up to the price of 13.99 for a half <laughs> um Mm, that was that was not me. That was a bad whistle sound effect. That was a sound effect of someone who's not able to whistle well. <laughs> Andy, this was a. I think I can say easily that this was the grossest thing I've ever had for this show. Wow. Yeah. This, Man. Uh, <laughs> I. You know I. Well, you know what happened the last time someone said that. <laughs> yes, I don't think that's going to happen with this because <laughs> I believe it was Archie himself uh-huh. that prepared the sandwich, um, or I believe he was at least working that day. And this is a new spot, so take everything that we're saying about all these spots with a grain of salt. There are a lot of kinks to be worked out in new restaurants, but boy, I don't know what kinks you could work out in this sandwich to make it any good. The bread, uh, it was the same Italian bread that we were served as a bread side. It had almost a cornmeal-y nature to it, like it was a corn-based bread, uh, which is to say it was a little dry, a little crumbly, not exactly fresh i thought maybe it was slightly stale uh but on top of that there was a layer of the melted provolone there was a layer of italian beef that i would say was as thin as the layer of provolone i'm talking 
millimeter Ooh, of Italian beef. That's incredibly disappointing. And when I think Italian beef sandwich, it's, I'm talking beef piled high. We've been conditioned at oh, yeah. this point to expect a lot of beef. Absolutely. It was not the beef that was piled high, but rather the sauce that gave the sandwich Ooh, the height. Boy. There was more meat sauce on it than there was beef. And uh, I got to say, the mixture of the beef and meat sauce may not sound too bad, but then you throw fresh tomatoes, fresh banana peppers, which isn't an awful addition. Yeah. And then crinkle cut pickles just straight from the jar on there. Ugh. No onions. No au jus I mean, in there. I was hungry and now I'm not. <laughs> it was. I mean, I I have what I would say is a problem that makes it to where I am unable to not eat the mm -hmm. full plate of food that's put in front of me. Right. Definitely a problem. We that's share the same problem with that's why I cut everything in half. Yes. And get it out of, out of you the have front a of great me. technique there. Yeah. I left half of this on my plate. Uh, wow. There was a whole half of the bread that I didn't eat. Uh, almost all of those, the tomato and pickle were left uneaten. I was scraping sauce off because beyond it just being meat sauce piled on the sandwich, it was almost entirely unseasoned meat sauce. Mm -hmm. It really didn't have much flavor to it. And they claim it's homemade meat sauce. I, man, I got to say, Eddie, this was disgusting. <laughs> you could not... <laughs> You couldn't grab it like a sandwich. It was served open face for a reason. You had to eat it with a fork. Mm -hmm. And I'm honestly thankful for that because it gave me more control over what I could take on and off of the sandwich. Real, real disappointed in yeah. Archie's. I, I got to say, I, I was pretty excited for this because we had checked out their menu beforehand and I they just kind of tricked me. It was... Uh, a nice expensive Italian place and uh, lovely pictures South on their menu. Side. Absolutely. And fairly high prices as I've described. It ended up being $45 total yeah. for my girlfriend and I. And they actually took a glass of wine off of there. We didn't complain or anything. I think they just noticed how much It's okay. I We're think they just call for my work. <laughs> I think they just noticed how much was still left on our plates whenever we both left and yeah. deducted a wine from there. But, boy, I, I, I don't think I'll be visiting Archie's again, unfortunately. Mm. Well, that's a bummer. What else did you have, Andy? I tried the Olive Branch food truck at the new Route 66 food truck park. And we will be talking extensively about the food truck park later if some plans we have currently wind up working out, which oh, I think they will. Boy. They haven't uh, got all the trucks there yet, but we're kind of planning a, like, knockdown, drag out uh, bonus episode for the main feed. Uh, with some very special guests to kind of break down the new food truck park. But I, I went there because, honestly, um, I ran out of time, <laughs> and the two other places that I wanted to try were close. Yeah, you were having a <laughs> rough go at it this week, getting all I mean, these spots. One of the ones I wanted to go, oh, I wanted to go to Cafe Dibs, but they closed at 3.30, and I was sure. unable to do that. I wanted to go to Margo, and I waited too long because they are open Thursday through Sunday. And uh, your guy uh, started this project on Monday, wow. so... <laughs> hey, you know, uh, but I did wind up going to the olive branch. Now, I will say that I went to the soft opening with my friends, Adam and Alma, who will be on hopefully sometime soon. Um, hopefully it's not in the summer. Uh, won't reveal why, but uh, I don't doing know Alma really cool. from Adam. <laughs> well, then you have very serious vision <laughs> trouble, my friend. <laughs> 
Hello, Hello Adam. You haven't met them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we, we met up there, and we stood in line. Adam and I stood in line at the Olive Branch for somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes. You know, you're talking, you don't really know, but it was a while. A lot of people in front of us. And it was very busy. Uh, last Saturday was very nice. It was like 60 degrees, you know, or maybe Lovely. 55 or something. Very great. Much nicer than the day. Be at that place. Yeah. Today it was like, it's, hey, you know what? Today was kind of <laughs> nice. It snowed all day. <laughs> I mean, it was, it's bitter cold now, outside. Let me tell you something. If you're teaching children and uh, Ooh, your yeah. windows are uh, open, absolutely. Not, windows aren't open. You can see out the windows. Well, you got to freeze those kids out. You, you can't do anything. I mean, you can't do anything. <laughs> They're just staring at the snow. And so am I. I like snow too. It's like, hey, kid, get back to. No, no, but but whatever. That's my whole day today. My whole day. Um, Love it. Great job. Love my job. No, for real. Okay, so I went to Olive Branch Food Truck. We were in line for that, and uh, we got up, and it was we got up to the counter, and it was finally our time. And the guy pops out the window and says, uh, uh, "Just so everybody knows, we aren't taking any more orders. We're out of most stuff. We got to go back and do our inventory." And uh, (laughs) so we got into the. Uh, car and drove to Tacos El Champu, which is like a food truck across town. Yep. <laughs> and it was very good. Really enjoyed Tacos El Champu. <laughs> uh, had a uh, gordita because they were out of sopes. They had really great uh, chorizo that I liked a lot. They did small grilled street tacos. Ooh. Yeah. It was like a street taco, Dan, but folded and grilled as if Ooh. it were a mini quesadilla. Okay. Fantastic. All right. So I would highly recommend that people go to Tacos del Champu. Almost a, a gringo or a gringa? A very similar to a, to a gringo or gringa, except smaller. Sure. And not that not nearly as much cheese. It's so like a gringa is a quesadilla with a lot of meat and other stuff in it, oh. but it starts with a quesadilla base. This is just a standard taco. All right. They grill. I love it. And, uh, you know, I'm not reviewing this place today, except I sort of just did. They were, they were very good. Also had a uh, Haritos mineral water. Ooh. It's like Mineragua or something. Yeah, Mineragua. Fantastic. Great mineral water. I don't think I've ever had mineral water. Uh, It's good. I mean, it tastes... It tastes like seltzer only without the part of seltzer that it's like unpleasant. Sure. I I really like mineral water. Uh, Five... Wrong show. Oops. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're really, really crossing lines now. Yeah, I'm going to bleep that word out. So it sounds like I said a way worse word. <laughs> Tell you what I want to do that mineral water. <laughs> All right. So I was searching for another place to go frantically because I had a half day Monday for uh, my uh, appointment where I found out I had high tea. And uh, <laughs> um, so I had a half day. So I went to the olive truck, the olive, the olive truck, the olive branch food truck. I went to the doctor. God just said I had high C. <laughs> your veins are full of juice drink yeah I mean, it was just like kind of all stuck all over my lips <laughs> uh cool so yeah you have a, a lunchable that day or uh pizza lunchables you remember did you ever get those as a oh kid? i love pizza lunch the pizza yeah. lunchables were the only ones that were like worth eating yeah i mean truly they're they're awful i don't yeah, know if they're bad one oh they're bad with real taste buds but um the thing about lunch, these lunchables are so expensive. Oh yeah, I remember them being like three fifty twenty years ago. It's crazy. When I was, a, oh, I bet it was longer than twenty years ago when I was a child. <laughs> what? Weird. Just what an absolute scam! Just I remember begging my parents to get me I lunchables, know. not knowing the concept of what was too much money and what was truly garbage food. Yeah. <laughs> It's just it's a triumph of marketing and graphic design, oh I gosh, think, just like yes. an aesthetic, an aesthetic achievement that they were able to hoodwink all these children into thinking they were eating good food. Yeah, you uh, know, children notoriously easy to hoodwink. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Don't I know it? <laughs> I guess like kids all day. <laughs> 
All right, so the Olive Branch is a Mediterranean kitchen on wheels. This is from their official website. Kitchen on Wheels, where we pull from all regions of the Mediterranean and bring you all our favorites. We use local fresh ingredients. Everything is made in-house in order to give you a more authentic product. We refuse to compromise on quality in our truck. That's why we source our fresh ingredients from local farmers markets when possible and when in season. So they offer pitas or rice bowls. This is one of those places where they just lay out the options of different things you can sure. order, and it's up to you. I like that. Uh, it's generally not my favorite. I, I want it to be curated for me. You know, I'm afraid I'll mess it up or pick one ingredient that makes the other ones not work because that's a real thing. You know, that can happen. I just assume I'm smarter than whoever's running the menu. That must be a it honestly must be a great feeling. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm a relatively confident person these days, especially with my new testosterone situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to talk about that. I'm going to bring it up through the roof. I'm honestly so happy. <laughs> I didn't like betray how bummed out I was that I had low testosterone <laughs> in December when I had, a, I had a tumor in my head. And I'm very happy that it's back to normal. Are you? I, I just want to know. Are you? always going to be pumping iron now while we're <laughs> <laughs> recording uh by pumping iron do you mean slowly very <laughs> like very slowly gingerly sipping whiskey then there's a pretty good chance yeah, yeah. wednesday night just like <laughs> unwinding from work you know um so yeah so this is one of those places where you you choose the ingredients you want and i said should i get a pita or a bowl and he said you should get a bowl it's more bang for your buck, so oh, okay. I, I did that. They have four different protein options. Uh, I'm not going to name them all, but I chose Moroccan spiced lamb. Ooh. Um, it, it was the one that had the most words, uh, three words versus two and one for the rest of the options. And so I, you know what, Dan? I told that joke to the people I was with the first time, and it got a laugh. <laughs> so, I, well, so I'm not sure I 100% realized it was a joke. It wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. I'm saying it did work on some people, and it didn't work on you. Hey, hey you know. You can't hold me to the same standard as your class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was telling my class that joke. All right, I'll tell a story from school. So um, I put a $10 bill out, and they have these things that are called geoboards. They can create angles with, or they can create polygons with rubber bands. Oh, okay. Awesome. And I yeah. said, I will give you a $10 bill if you can make a triangle with two right angles. Wow. Um, it's not King. possible, folks. King. <laughs> <laughs> they tried and they were so excited and uh, then I revealed to them that no it is in fact not possible and explained exactly why and it was a very practical lesson because they are not going to forget uh, their opportunity to get $10 and that I tricked them just an absolute <laughs> swindler uh, I, I mean we'll probably get into this next time that my brother is on the show which I think he's got a couple appearances uh -huh. upcoming uh, but he might have cut one <laughs> he was a, a big advocate of the uh Heads I win, tails you lose. Uh, <laughs> coin flip, and also in Monopoly, selling me a <laughs> selling me a get out of jail free card for seventy five dollars. <laughs> well, my brother would. Uh, he was he was someone who would throw a fit when he would lose or or quit if he was sure. he was losing. So it's like they'd be good friends. <laughs> you know, I know we had planned to have them on for an episode, and it wound up. Uh, we're not going to go into why that plan didn't go work out they exactly. Hate each other. I don't think they've met, as far as I know. <laughs> they are very different. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> but uh, we need to get them on together. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. You get both your brothers. You have a five five brother fight down. <laughs> fight um, down. I did ask my middle brother if he would like to come on, and I think his response was, ha, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen your brother and I used to be friends, and what's well, not that we're not 
I don't know. We're friendly. I haven't seen him since a very sad sure. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a funeral last time you yeah, saw him. <laughs> and it was almost exactly 10 years ago. And now I don't feel like laughing, but that's okay. They do the heads I, t- heads I win, tails you lose on you. <laughs> yeah, he did. And <laughs> I cried. As our prince. <laughs> I cried whenever I lost. <laughs> okay. So, brothers, cool. I ordered the pita bowl with the Moroccan spice flame from the Olive Branch food truck, which I began talking about 30 minutes sure. ago. Uh, I asked what I should get on it, just what the dude recommended, because I, I, you know, paralyzed with choice. There's like 12 choices for different toppings, and he suggested romaine lettuce, tomato, red onion, grilled eggplant. Oh, nice. And harissa sauce, which is, uh, I believe, Mediterranean hot sauce is what it says. Either Mediterranean or Moroccan hot sauce. I can't remember. Um, There's sticky white rice lining the bottom of the bowl. Um, Shredded lettuce was on one side, tomatoes on the other side, and the lamb and the eggplant were in the center. This is like a lukewarm dish by design, so don't go in expecting something like hot. It still had a really fresh taste, though. The lamb tasted like a mildly spicy lean turkey. Oh. It was like sausage meatballs. It was like turkey sausage. Whoa, okay. But it came in the form of a ball. Had a nice crispness on the outside, but it was very tender on the inside. Was not that moist because, you know, that's kind of the texture of lamb sure. slash. It really reminded me of turkey. It reminded me a lot of turkey. It's very lean. Can't get lamb a lot of places in town. I'm surprised that it's available at a food truck. Yeah. Uh, I guess you don't have a... Maybe it's hard to source lamb. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe it's just it's not a huge seller at any yeah. pl- anywhere that isn't Greek. I don't know. Um, the eggplant, like maybe slightly more chewy than I'd have preferred, but it did have a nice richness to it that added a lot. Now, I will say this. I think I was spoiled uh, with the eggplant by Diarpinos before it closed because theirs was tender in a way that meat is tender. Oh. And every other eggplant I've ever had has been chewy. So maybe all the eggplant that I get now is what eggplant normally tastes like, and they've just done something, or they were just doing something extraordinary sure. there. Maybe on this feed, we need to do piccolo sometime in Nixa. You know, the, I, the only eggplant I've ever had for the show in my memory was the uh, eggplant at Creation, mm. and I, I, it was incredibly tender yeah. as a part of their, uh, um, I think, vegetable trinity is mm-hmm. what it was called. I love that dish. I had the eggplant, uh, fried eggplant sandwich at Gailey's That's when right. I went there, and it, it was fine, uh, and mostly what I didn't like was the texture of the eggplant. So anyway, the harissa sauce at the, the olive branch had a little heat to it, but it wasn't intense or anything. It did have a nice, you know, uh, ranchy flavor to it. It seemed like it was probably a sure. ranch base, but who knows? I don't want to speak out of school. Um, this bowl made for a great uh, lunch. It was a, like a perfect lunch portion. It wasn't so heavy as to weigh it down for the afternoon, but also rich enough that you weren't like jonesing, jonesing for a snack two hours later. Um, having the bowl option definitely sets this place apart from other Greek places in town. You know, Getting Greek food in a bowl is a novelty. Yeah. Uh, that I think you can only get here, which is really cool. I'm glad they like have a niche. I did also get an appetizer to try, and it's uh, Arancini and Marinara. Um, these are deep fried risotto balls, Whoa. Dan. Um, it's basically breaded bread. I mean, it's Love breaded it. pasta. They look like they're going to be firm and crunchy, like a hush puppy uh-huh. or a croquette. But no, these are soft to the touch, and they almost come apart in your hands when you try to lift them up. They're like insanely decadent i I ate one the order came with three and i think it was six dollars and when i saw it i was like that's that's a that's kind of expensive when i got it like the caloric value like caloric value for your dollar is uh crazy um it was very very good like breaded cheesy 
well-cooked risotto. Ooh. I don't know if you've had undercooked risotto. It's bad. It feels gritty. I know was Gordon Ramsay really does great. not like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about Gordon Ramsay, but I've had some undercooked risotto. I used to watch a lot of day. Hell's Kitchen, and he, he loves yelling at people for undercooking or Ooh. overcooking their risotto. It, doesn't it take like, is it risotto? Whatever. I, I don't know. He, doesn't it take like 90 minutes? And you have to constantly stir yes. it? Yeah, and yeah. that's why he... I, I think it's like a main staple of the Hell's Kitchen menu because mm. it's so hard to get right that it's just infinite fodder for him to scream at these people over. Man, speaking of infinite fodder, let's get on with this episode. <laughs> 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 this is kind of the main event here. I've heard a lot of people talking about this place. A lot of people really excited that it was coming to town. Sugarfire Smokehouse. Wow. Not to be confused with Sugarfoots. Oh. From the uh, from your the your bottom appendage. <laughs> Well, I was going to say from King of the Hill, but... Oh, I don't know yeah. about that. <laughs> now, this is the first time ever, I think... Well, the second time, because we did the Alamo Draft House restaurant. But uh, we don't generally do chains, and that is something that this bonus uh, feed is going to allow us to do. It's going to allow us to break our arbitrary rules. Sure. And talk about some chain restaurants. We were not just going to go to random places or like Chili's, but places that are new in town that people are excited about. We got another one on the books for May, I believe. Mm. And uh, we're going to talk tonight about Sugar Fire Smokehouse. Now, before I do the history, had you been to any of the Sugar Fires in St. Louis? Or had you heard of this place before it came I here? I do feel like I had heard of it, but I had definitely never been to one before. Okay. Uh, I had not heard of it, and I definitely hadn't been there. So, as reported by the Springfield Business Journal uh, by Mike Cullinan and Jeff Pickle, it's a good name. Ooh, Tasty name. Shout out Jeff. Uh-huh. St. Louis barbecue chain Sugarfire Smokehouse made its Springfield debut on December 22nd in the Southgate Center on Republic Road. The Queen City Eatery marks the 15th location for the chain nationally and its 8th in Missouri. Charlie Downs and Mike Johnson started Sugarfire in 2012. Franchisees are a pair of a pair of married couples in St. Louis, David and Aaron Whitman and David and Stacy Burke, just to be clear. The people who own this restaurant do not live in Springfield. Uh, capitalism, money funnels upwards. That's and how it's this not works. one David uh, married to two women. Um, hey, it doesn't say that here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're first-time restaurant owners. This is their first restaurant. Maybe oh, wow. they came down here for it. Who knows? I don't want to you know, say stuff that isn't true. And I didn't do any research except for copy and paste this. Hey. So. The menu features ribs, brisket, which my dad loves. He told me to get it, and I said, sorry, Dad, I got my eyes on something else. <laughs> Pulled pork, sausage, turkey, salmon, and burgers, along with salads and daily specials. Sandwiches run from 9 to $14. Seating capacity is near 100 at the 4,300-square-foot 40-employee 40 eatery. Dan, first impressions walking into Sugarfire Smokehouse. Uh, there's not much like it in town. Andy, mm -hmm. uh, immediately when you go in there, you're greeted with a sign about seating and uh, seat saving. Yeah. Because it is, I guess, would you call it family style seating? Where um, It's not quite family style. I've been to some Texas barbecue places. Like there's a chain called Rudy in Texas. Rudy's in Texas says family style. Oh, and it is, oh, we've been to Rudy's. Oh, That's I'm right. Aware. I don't know why I'm telling you because we have talked. It's been a year and a half it's, since we talked about Rudy's on the show. It's but. quite possibly our most important yeah. food moment. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> we really bonded. We yeah. So I when I think family style, I think those very long picnic tables. Yes. It's kind of unending picnic table. These have separate seats yeah. for everyone. There are a couple of the longer like bar style mm -hmm. tables with the high stools. Um, the way you line up to the way that you queue up to get the food is definitely similar to Rudy's or other Texas style yes. barbecue places yeah. for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, it's cafeteria style. Yeah. You go down the line. Um, I did all of my ordering online, so I didn't have to actually deal with the 
uh, line there. I just went straight up to the computer and said, bleep, bloop, hello, computer, please, uh, sandwich, please. (laughs) (laughs) Did you not have that same experience? No. Oh, wow. I it from a human being. (laughs) Wow. Hey. Actually, <laughs> a few human beings helped us with our order. Yeah, I, I had the same experience, actually. There there was a group of people kind of supporting each other through yeah. the ordering process. Um, but yeah, they're very explicit about not saving any kind of seats. I don't know if that's become a problem yet. Their uh, hours on their window are listed as 11 until sold out, mm, which I thought was very interesting. That's a trendy thing. Yeah, it's absolutely. Old. And it's probably... Not the case. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt that well, they sell out. When I went, they were sold out of Turkey. They had a big sign oh, really? sold out of Turkey. Wow. Not sold out of anything else, though. So, What did what? you think of it? Um, I liked it immediately when I walked in. It definitely has a, a chain restaurant feel. Mm-hmm. has that like pristine, hyper-clean feeling. It's, everything's very curated and thought out. Yep. And I like that aesthetic. They've got like you know neon signs. Out, a neon sign outside says barbecue. They have a really funny bear yes. outside. It's very... It's very grammable, Dan. Yes, this yeah, restaurant. it's definitely for the gram. I resisted uh, the urge to take a picture in front of the bear. The bear has the uh, the Mike Tyson face tattoo. It also has a what? Yeah, it has the same face, tribal face tattoo okay. as Mike Tyson does. Uh, filled with tattoos, this bear and a little butter butterfly. Uh, tattoo on the lower back of the bear that i noticed while i was dining in there today huh. i was sitting at the window there directly behind the bear um i was thinking when i looked at the bear i'm going to photoshop dan's head on this <laughs> <laughs> yeah it'd probably be pretty good and i very well might still um what'd you order well i went a couple times andy the first time i went i went there with a pickup order for myself and LaBeouf. I got the smoked portobello sandwich. I'm not even going to get into what she got because I've got plenty of things to say about my few orders here. This was a double decker with special sauce, lettuce, balsamic balsamic onions, pickles, and American cheese. Uh Now, double decker. What do you think they mean by that? There's one on top of the other? I'm talking Big Mac style. Oh! One on top of the other, but with a third piece of bread in between. Man. Andy. And whenever they say special sauce on here, I think they're talking about Mac sauce. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. It's basically an approximation of the Big Mac, but with a smoked portobello mushroom that's cap. That's rad. You can buy these mu- mushroom caps for $2 a piece just off the menu huh. as they come. I got to say, you got to be into smoky food because they take on a lot of smoke my girlfriend personally did not like the portobello mushroom cap because she's not a big fan of smoke she said it kind of tasted like she could taste whatever they were burning underneath it which i think is the point of smoking but she specifically said that she it tasted like uh whatever burnt newspaper uh was underneath it I disagree. I think it just had a lovely, full-bodied, smoky flavor to it. The whole sandwich tastes like smoke. The whole sandwich falls apart, which is, I'm guessing, the case with all of their sandwiches. Uh This was stacked high. Um, I don't think any higher than their other sandwiches, despite it's being a double-decker. Foot foot and a half? Um, I'd say probably a good four inches, four or five inches on it, which is pretty tall for a sandwich. Uh, Definitely... A mess. Uh, we ordered this with French fries. Uh, did you happen to get the fries on either of your visit? I went there on a date with a human woman. Oh, and, wow. uh, she got the fries, and the I tried pork. some of hers. No, <laughs> not doing that. Uh, no, absolutely not. 
Not, and I'm not walking into this bear trap. You don't want to workshop There's anymore. There's a bear across from me trying to trap me, a man. What you, what'd, you, what'd you think of those fries? Uh, they were pretty good. I found, I found them to be crispy, pretty well seasoned. I enjoyed them. You know, we talk about the Wingstop fries a lot, and I think if you use like the Wingstop fries as a base, this has a different seasoning, but sure. it's pretty similar frying style and cutting style to Wingstop fries. See, mine weren't crispy at all. No kidding. They were almost identical to the Chicago cheesesteak fries, which we also compared to just a soggier version of the Wingstop fries. Um, it may have just been the drive. It, it's a bit of a drive from there to my home. I didn't put them in the Rachel Ray bag, uh-huh. but still, they, they took on a little sog by the okay. time I got home, but yeah. I, I still thought that they were fine. We had ours uh, fresh. Sure. You know, they were fresh out the fryer, and I found them to be pretty good. There's a lot of dipping options, too, and oh yeah, good dippers. So... I'll talk about my meal, and then you can do your other meal that you have. Sure. Do you want to get into all the dips that they have, Andy? Man. I mean, go ahead if you remember all of them. So there's... I, I'm just... This is off the dome. They have okay. the white barbecue sauce. This I love is, I love white barbecue <laughs> sauce, and I am so happy we have a good one in town now. This was my first time ever no trying kidding. the white okay. barbecue sauce. I'd never even heard of white barbecue sauce. It's like a big Memphis sauce. thing. It's like really? a big... Na- or yeah, a Tennessee style. Yeah. See, I'm a big fan of Carolina mustard barbecue sauce, which they also have yeah. here, and it's also pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have a Texas hot a one that I think is called the honey pot. That's yes. just a real sweet one. There's also the sticky St. Louis sweet mm-hmm. barbecue sauce. And what was the other one? Isn't it nice not having to do a sauce count? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. I meant to ask you for a sauce count. Nope. But we'll, we'll let it slip this time. <laughs> Coffee. Yeah. Was the other one. Yeah. Bizarre. I, I tried every single one uh-huh. of them. Actually, I, I. I took home little to go t- containers oh. of all of them. Um, I just took sips. <laughs> I got to say, Andy, I, I didn't love any of the sauces beyond the two very basic ones. The honey one and the St. Louis style, I thought were great uh-huh. barbecue sauces. The others were just just a little weird for me. I, there wasn't anything offensive about them. Nothing tasted bad about them. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm just more of a regular barbecue yeah. sauce. Man. I guess I, I tried them all, too, and none of them blew me away. Yeah. I enjoyed the white sauce and mm-hmm. because I, I like white barbecue sauce. And like I said, I'm really glad we have one. But even that one, I was like, okay, this is, this is a yeah. good version of this. It was nothing mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, and the coffee one tastes like coffee. Yeah. If you don't want no, barbecue not. sauce that tastes like coffee, I would just go ahead and stay away from that one. I could see that being like a really good marinade or something, you know, like yeah. use sparingly on ribs or something like that, you know, but it was kind of too much, you know, too much of that. I have no clue what you would get at sugar fire with the coffee barbecue sauce. Truly. Yeah. I don't know. Put it in coffee. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. use it as creamer. Yeah. Well, you know, I already use a, short rib as my <laughs> stir so that, that does kind of make sense <laughs> when i went uh i got the pig muddy which is a daily special they have a lot of daily specials they do yeah um i think they have like two entree specials one sandwich one like you know just meat-based entree and then a bunch of sides every day yeah and i didn't i personally didn't order anything off of their regular menu everything oh, wow. i ordered for myself was one of the specials. So the Pig Muddy is a sandwich with pulled pork and jalapeno cheddar sausage topped with shredded lettuce, which I refuse to call shreddus, even though that's what this menu said. Pickle and onion, as well as a combination of white barbecue sauce or sants, as my notes inexplicably say, (laughs) and sweet barbecue sauce. Um, the present presentation of this place is uh, something pretty special. I Absolutely, think. yeah. I mean, it got me pretty excited. Everything comes out in these big silver metal p- trays, like, and they're lined with some like light brown butcher paper. The sandwich just sits there on the paper, mm-hmm. you know, the, nothing underneath Leaking it. Out. What? 
leaking out. Leaking out, yeah. for sure, yeah. Uh, while the sides, like the side dishes, had their own containers. But you're right. Uh, the top bun had been removed, and everything's just like spilling off the yeah. side of the sandwich. And I, I got to say, quite appealing yeah. when it first shows up. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm into this place. So their sauce drizzled kind of an artful layered lines over the top of this sandwich. And there's a generous amount of sauce, like pretty goopy on there. And I like that, you know, a lot of places, the sauce is almost just for appearance. They had enough sauce on here that you could taste it whenever Absolutely, you bit into yeah. it, which was great. So I put that top back, but <laughs> I put that top back, bun. <laughs> that top back bun, <laughs> I put the top bun back on. I cut the whole thing in half because it's like a monster sandwich, tons of pulled pork, tons of everything on there. It's basically impossible to eat with your hands without cutting it in half. I, I don't think you, you could probably do it, yeah. but you would just be in danger of everything spilling out the side or the back of the front or wherever, you know, gravity. <laughs> I was able to eat mine that I had today with my hands, but mm -hmm. I did have to pull a component off sure. before I was able yeah, to. Yeah, so that makes sense. Uh, the jalapeno sausage came as a single link sliced in half lengthwise then placed over the top of the huge amount of pulled pork, mm -hmm. which was the bottom layer, uh, in the form of an X on top of it. Oh, wow. Um, the sandwich looked awesome, but it was kind of hard to eat without the sausage falling off. Um, I don't know how you get around that if you chop it up or what because i think that would fall off too or maybe you'd mix it in with the pulled pork somehow yeah, i also don't know what you would do i my sandwich also had the yeah. sausage on it i got one good bite out of it with the sausage mm -hmm. and then i just kind of had to remove it and eat it on yeah. its own i'm not saying i didn't like that it was that way i mean it was fine it was i feel pretty neutral but it, it was a challenge you know me I, I like a challenge sure especially at the dinner table <laughs> in front of someone i barely know <laughs> yeah. desperately want to impress yeah. Really loved the uh, mix of textures. Uh, to be honest, I didn't really pick up much flavor or feel from the lettuce or the onion. The onion's usually pretty pungent. You said it was white onion? Uh, it just said onion. I think oh. it was white onion. Yeah, yeah. a lot of this, these sandwiches have their balsamic onions, which oh. I think are also smoked. Um, that's what my portobello had, and they're, they're quite good. I feel like I would have tasted that. Yeah. I feel like I would have tasted that, and I just don't remember that flavor. Um, they did look really nice on top, the lettuce and the onion, but like the juicy pork and that semi-tough sausage, the soft bread and the crunchy pickles. And by the way, those pickles were crunchy. Yeah. The pickles are special they too. Are, they're not your standard crinkle cut. They are, uh -huh. I don't know that they're made in house necessarily, I mean, but they're definitely not your standard. This chain is probably producing their own pickles, mm -hmm. even if it's not in the place, but I really like the pickles. Yes. You know, I'm not much of a pickle totally person. Totally agree. Yeah. So. Um, all that stuff mixed really well together texturally, and all of it also had distinct flavors. Um, I got a couple bites with every component present in the bite, you know, and I could taste and feel them all separately, which is great. I mean, obviously, this was uh, insanely rich. That's yeah. so much fatty food all in one bite, but there's a bit of heat from that jalapeno. Not a lot, but just a little kick. This is a great sandwich. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd love to go back and try their specials on other days uh, for sure. I'd love to try just about everything on this menu. I will say that... Um, a couple people who had been to the St. Louis ones that I talked to had said, oh, it's not nearly as good as oh, really? St. Louis. Wow. So I'd be really tempted to try those. Um, I got, my, for my side, corn, potato, and pork soup, Ooh. which was a special for that day. I love potato soup, and I love corn. And I love pork, so I just figured, why not give it a shot? It was pretty good. It had big chunks of sausage in it. That was the pork, and I you know, I'd already had that. Now, and, you uh, just ordered corn potatoes and then pork soup oh i forgot to say but i invented this <laughs> okay, okay yeah i said look i see all these back here can you just put those all in a little bowl for me and they, they you know they acquiesced uh i was very pushy uh the, the bites uh with the sausage you know you just taste the sausage and there's like a little bit of broth to go with it and you know i i 
I just had the real sausage, sure. and this felt a little diluted, so it wasn't my favorite. But I did love the potatoes and corn. Those were really tasty. The broth was thin and salty. I liked it, but I could definitely tell why this is more of like an experimental kind of thing rather than a regular menu item. Um, next time, I'll probably go with a more traditional side. Uh, my date got fries and slaw. I did not try the slaw, though. It looked really good. I had a couple of fries, like we talked about. Deep brown, crispy, nice for dipping. We also got uh, fried artichokes. Oh, okay. Which is the only like mainline uh, side that I tried. This is not a try. It's an app. It's an app. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, barely detected the artichoke flavor, got to say. They, they, they showed up, and they were just small. They were almost like cheese curds. Yeah. We're actually, we ordered cheese curds at the next place we're going to talk about <laughs> on Tuesday that we're not revealing yet. But, you know, they were about the size of, like, a nickel, which is much smaller yeah. than an artichoke. And they just barely tasted like artichoke. And I'm a huge fan of the artichoke flavor. I mean, I like fried stuff, but this yeah. pretty much just tasted like fried breading. You know, if you'd have taken that tofu from Bowie and, and breaded it, it would have tasted like sure. this. Like, the inside was that bland and unnoticeable. It was fine. They get, did give you, like, this lemon aioli with it that was very tasty. Liked lemon aioli a lot. That's what I ordered. I had a similar problem with uh, the app that I got. I forgot to mention this for my first go around, but we had the pork belly hush puppies, which were a pretty big part of their menu, uh-huh. it looked like. Um, these are just hush puppies with little bits of pork belly mm-hmm. contained. That's I what thought the that beef were... says that to you a lot, right? <laughs> hush puppy. Okay. Well, listen. <laughs> You're cute and cuddly, (laughs) but you shouldn't. She does tell me not a lot. Yes, (laughs) Um, these the the pork belly inside them was really pretty Mm. unnoticeable. Okay, same same deal. Yeah, I couldn't. I I wasn't getting a whole lot out of it. Uh, They were perfectly fine hush puppies. uh, Maybe a little overcooked, but I kind of like that. I like the real crispy shell on the outside of a hush puppy, and it had a lovely inside. And I thought they were. Pretty well seasoned, but they were, I think, six ninety five for six of them. Ooh. So you're paying for the pork belly, mm-hmm. and I cannot say it's adding anything. Yeah. And they got a lot of premium sides there, so I would it, say try something else. This before place you go is there. Uh, not cheap. Not no, cheap. It's not. Although it was cheaper than Archie's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our bill was thirty seven dollars. Yeah. For two people with no drinks. Yeah, I think so. that's about what mine was uh, yeah. whenever I got the double. I went again today and just got something for myself. And it sounds like I almost got exactly what you got. I got the Big Muddy, which is brisket, smoked jalapeno cheddar sausage, horseradish sauce, barbecue sauce, lettuce, and pickles. So this uh-huh. came without the onions and with the addition of a horseradish sauce and brisket instead of that pulled pork. I'm a big brisket fan. I thought this brisket was lovely. I thought the sandwich in general was really great. I, I enjoyed it more than the Portobello one. It had less of the uh, real intense smokiness that uh-huh. that one did. Uh, I thought the horseradish sauce was great. I kind of wish it went on more of the sandwiches or that it was an offered side sauce. But really, the only thing I wrote down about this was how good those pickles were. Man, I love those pickles. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely get this sandwich again. I think it was like ten ninety nine, but it it's a big old sandwich, and it came with a side. I went with the roasted broccoli, which is one of the premium sides there, or 
I made specialty sides. I forget sure. what it says on their online yeah. menu. I, they had a really great online ordering system, which I'm always looking out yeah. for. Uh, you can do pickup or delivery from there. And for any of the sides, there's an option to just choose specialty side, but then you have to tell them what you want when you get in there because their specialty sides are just written on some of that butcher mm-hmm. paper. It's not a part of the regular yeah. menu. Uh, the roasted broccoli. I'm a big fan of roasted broccoli. I thought they did a great job of roasting it. Had some great color and texture to the florets. No salt and pepper on there, though. Oh, that's that's almost no seasoning at all. Yeah. Penalty. Yeah. Yeah. Getting pure broccoli flavor. I used to be a prolific roaster of broccoli. Honestly, before we started doing this podcast, when I had more time to cook. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Get some Parmesan on there. Mm. Yeah. But you got, you know, you need salt and pepper. Yeah. You you just got to. But yeah. I thought that this was lovely. I I really really liked Sugar Fire overall. I, I yeah, think man. it's a uh, as far as a chain, it's probably one of the better ones in town. Yeah, and it's a small chain. It's like a regional chain. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we have it here. I mean, I think if I'm going to get a barbecue, if I feel like if I feel like that, I'm going to go to Crosstown first. Maybe oh, City Butcher if yeah. I want like the more city style, yeah. you know. But uh, it's a good place to go with parents. Parents live mm-hmm. on that side of town. They they've been going there, so imagine I'll see them there, and I won't be upset. You know, whenever we go there. Um, unlike when we go to say, I don't know, Chick Fil A or whatever, <laughs> you get real upset. I don't get upset. I don't. You throw a tantrum every time. I don't go by myself. I'll go with them. <laughs> you know how this is. Okay, so I guess we're done talking about Sugar Fire. We're not going to rate these restaurants. We yeah. give thoughts. I think we both liked it. I think uh, I liked everything that I tried. Uh, Dan did not like Archie's. Yeah, yeah, Archie's. That that was a big bummer to me. I was pretty excited to that one. I, I. I I hate getting that negative with reviews. Yeah. I, I I really really do, and it's something that if Archie's lasts, which who knows if they will, I, it's something I would definitely be willing to try again. But yeah. meat sauce on an Italian beef is Oof. just a lot of their sandwiches ha- were covered in meat sauce. That was mm-hmm. in the describer of so many of their sandwiches. And if the meat sauce tasted the same as it did whenever I last went, I would steer clear of any of those yeah. sandwiches. Well, um, that's all the food talk for today, but I've got one more thing that I kind of want to talk about Ooh, that, I, that I did this week. And uh, I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm going to shout it, <laughs> shout it, shout it out loud. Cause I went and saw a kiss this week. Now this is something I had discussed <laughs> with you via text is uh, um, we've talked a lot on this show about wanting to talk more about music and films because uh, we simply have no other uh-huh. outlet to do so. And if <laughs> you're willing, yeah, if you're willing to pay to hear us, then chances are you're willing to hear us babble on about this. So yeah. I thought it would be a good idea for the what you eat in episodes or maybe all of our bonus episodes for us to discuss what we've been eating with our <laughs> eyes and ears. <laughs> so uh, you, you had a, a visual and auditory feast. Absolutely. My, my dad and I went to went to the kiss show last. Wow. Week. And I got to be honest, I'm like a huge Kiss fan. I knew Dad really liked Kiss. Um, a while back, he was doing these. Uh, he would send emails where he, he would write about the, his favorite songs of his life. And the, the Kiss song, Shout It Out Loud, he, he thinks, he estimates that he's heard more times in his life than any other <laughs> Whoa, song. That's Dude, wild. I didn't really, I'd listened to it before, but I hadn't really listened to it closely until after the show. It rules. Yeah. It's such a good song. And so it was a special thing to get to go see it with him. And we kind of went back and forth for months over whether or not we were going to go. And then dad just decided to pull the trigger like four or five days before. We were able to get relatively cheap seats and good, good seats. David Lee Roth opened Whoa, and played. Cool. You think he played 12 songs? 10 of them were Van Halen songs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he blew his voice out two songs in. Yeah. 
Um, the first two songs were great. <laughs> and he's such a ham bone, too. He is. Uh, yeah. It was really fun to watch him, even after he stopped being able to sing. Sure. But um, Kiss played for over two hours, which they did not need to do. Absolutely. They are 70 years old. No. Um, I, I was some for some reason under the impression that it was the original four guys, and it is not. No. It's only Gene Simmons and Paul, Paul Stanley. Um, arguably my two least favorite members of Kiss. <laughs> oh, not, uh, not a not a Gene Simmons fan. I'm, no, actually, he's my, he's my second. I ranked <laughs> I ranked them on Twitter. But you're more of a fan of his like personal out of the band persona. I actually, I I know that he's supposedly just like a craven capitalist, but whatever. <laughs> I don't think about him. Um, I thought Paul Paul was incredibly irritating. Oh, really? He would, his voice is so funny. It is hilarious. <laughs> and, but he talked a lot between every <laughs> single song. How you doing, Springfield? <laughs> Are you ready to party? That's my... Uh, Paul Stanley invitation. I feel like he invented saying, "Are you ready to party?" Though, so you got to give it to him. One time he was like, "If you want to hear the next song, you got to shout my name." <laughs> <laughs> and everybody goes, "Paul." <laughs> Nobody yelling, "Star Child." Oh, uh, maybe some people did. I don't know. Is he the Star Child? I'm not. I sure. have no idea. Gene's the demon. But like their show is so elaborate. Oh, There's yeah. so much fire, so many explosions, a lot of solos because those guys got to use the bathroom. Absolutely. Um, the drummer, who's some dude whose name I don't know, yeah. did a like 12 minute drum solo. And it was incredible. I bet. They had him on the drum riser. You know, they, they raise him up high. Oh, cool. And, they had the ridiculous kit, like the totally impractical yeah. kit with like 12 toms and 15 cymbals. And, That's just what you, you need know. for Kiss. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the simplest songs ever written. Yes. <laughs> Car and bar, rhyme in every single song, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had the best time. And there was a moment where I could tell that like a lot of the crowd hit a wall. It's like 10 p.m. It's like, okay, we've, we've had our sure. Kiss time. Time to go to bed. They blew right past the wall. Yeah. They just kept going. Well, you know, and I'd say the average age of the audience there was probably a little older than yourself. So 10 uh, p.m., that, that's asking a lot out of them. I would say 20 to 30 years older than myself. My dad is approximately, I don't know, uh, 20, 25 <laughs> years older than me. Uh, so that's probably about right. 25, 30 years older than me. I'm not going to lie. Most concerts I go to, even if they're the youngest of bands, it hits around 10 o'clock, and I am also oh, done. Yeah. I am such a concert curmudgeon now like i mean i, I just want to go home i have learned that you know you got to reach you got to reach the right point in your consumption yep. levels to be able to go on you know started with a shot and a beer at like nine o'clock before the band start and just slowly you know y you can do it i found Absolutely. ways to manage yeah. uh i didn't do any of that that night and i was just like floored i was so excited it was so much fun and I just, I didn't have any expectations, really. It's a fun thing to do with Dad. And I'm so glad that we went. It was such a great time. Hmm. They played uh, Dad's favorite song, Second. Like <laughs> yes, the, yeah, the, that'll the, happen sometimes. They, they started with Detroit, Detroit Rock City, and the second oh. song was shouted out loud. I could have left after the first song. That's the oh. one Kiss song that I think I like. Love Gun's pretty cool, Love too. Gun's good, yeah. yeah. Um, like half What's the songs. What's he talking about in that song, anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, my second favorite song is called <laughs> Lick It Up. <laughs> And I was just like obsessively uh, uh, posting stuff about that song in the internet and in the lead up, like in the week leading up to that show. <laughs> it's the grossest song oh, in the yeah, world. It's, disgusting. it's so bad. And I'm going to do uh, Paul Stanley talking about uh, that song. He did a long speech about it, like inexplicably talking about how the uh, um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame hates Kiss. He goes, it was like, a, we're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, <laughs> but the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 
hates kids. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. I have, I have no idea. And then uh, it was a long speech, and it's like, this song's called Lick It Up. And you know what this one's about. <laughs> and then you turned to your dad, and you were like, what is this one I'm about? here to report to you that it ruled. <laughs> anyway, Kiss was so much fun. I would go wow. again tonight. It was a it was a rad time. What have you been up to? Have you been eating anything good with your eyes and oh, ears? Oh my goodness. I've been eating so much with my eyes and ears. Uh with my eyes, currently I'm I'm making my way through a film series, a rather long oh, one yeah. on the Criterion channel, the uh Satoichi, yeah. the Blind Swordsman series. I, I've made my way through uh the first two, The Tale of Zatoichi and The Tale of Zatoichi continues. And uh, gotta say, man, I'm a, I'm a big fan of these movies. I had never even heard of them before getting the Criterion channel uh-huh. recently. 25 of them out of 26 are all available on the service. The very final 26th one is not, but I'm not going to have to worry about that for a good long while. They ran from 1962 to 1989. It's so crazy. All the same so actors. crazy. And that's with a television show running from 74 to 79. Yeah. 100 episodes of that produced. So Man. just so much time with uh, the blind swordsman Zatoichi big fan of those uh not super action-packed most of the action is very quick and it's Mm -hmm. just him kind of doing a spin and then everybody falls over no blood uh just a a little campy but beautifully shot they they just uh just lovely lovely long still shots that you can tell like martin scorsese was probably watching in the early 60s i saw a zatoichi movie in film school and it may have been like the reboot from 2003 i think it was it absolutely was because i looked this up the other day after you told me about it it's one of them not featuring uh katsu the uh gentleman who portrays zatoichi at all i mean it is a full-on swordplay movie until it Burst into a crazy <laughs> musical finale. Yes. It's beautiful, colorful. My my film professor showed it showed it to us, and that had to be like it wasn't that long after it came out. So it was no, like two thousand eight or something. Yeah. So God bless them for showing yeah. me that. Anyway, yeah, really enjoying those. With my ears, I've been gobbling up the new King Cruel record, yeah. Man Alive. I really enjoyed that. Uh, this Friday, or so I thought couple new princess nokia albums mm. coming out everything is beautiful and everything sucks little double uh-huh. album from her big fan of hers they actually came out today listen to both of them both pretty good yeah one of them is less good than the other you know give it time you know yes yeah, they could definitely build on me i can say this about them if you're a fan of kind of a bubblegummy like i guess you'd maybe call it backpack rap uh more positive energy rap almost like a chance the rapper her everything's beautiful album that he she released today uh-huh. is only 30 minutes long and uh it's the best chance the rapper album to come out in over five years it's, it's very very good I, I really enjoyed that one and then also this friday got wasted shirt with uh the new band from ty siegel yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with uh brian chippendale the drummer from uh lightning bolt one of my all-time oh, favorite drummers Ooh, boy Ooh, it, that's gonna be a wild it's gonna album. be out of control man can't wait to hear very that. very excited to listen to that one but uh so i think that's all saturday um february 22nd 2020 was the best day that i have had since uh december 27th uh, 2019. <laughs> okay. uh, I had six different social engagements and I just talked to people 
all day. Wow. It was wonderful. Just, you know, from basically 9 a.m. to midnight with people. But part of what really made that day great also was the fact that I um, had assembled this playlist of songs that had come out in the past few weeks, and there were only three songs on the playlist. It was uh, two songs by the band Waxahachie, uh, Lilacs, and uh, Fire. Fire's, I think Fire came out at the end of last year, maybe. And then this song by Against All Logic called um, If You Can't Do It Good, Do It Hard. Love Against All Logic. It's, that song is unbelievable. I mean, it just explodes uh, from, the, from the jump, and it gets even better and even better. And like the, uh, Lydia Lunch does the hook. Ooh. I, I, she may not even have done the hook. It may just be an old sample or something, and it rules. And so what would happen w- was I would hang out with some people, and then drive to another thing and listen to those three songs in between. And man, I was just feeling it that day. Mm. It was such a good day. Love it. And I suspect I'll remember that day for a long time. Like, it, I mean, it was like a monumentally wonderful day. That's awesome. I wish yeah. you could get into more why it was so monumental, but uh, maybe a little down the road. Yeah, you know. I'm, I'm sure this day will stick in your craw because maybe it won't. Yeah. It's all downhill. It feels, feels good right now. <laughs> Anyways, I can wrap it up. We got anything else to talk about? Um, one more thing I wanted Go to mention. Uh, starting this Friday, get yourself out to someplace to watch RuPaul's Drag mm. Race. Uh, we got a local Crystal Method yeah. is going to be on the show this season, the twelfth season. I'm a big RuPaul's Drag Race fan. This year, uh, at least for all the episodes that Crystal is on, I'm going to try and do a brief recap. Yeah, on the uh, main feed episodes. Uh, hopefully, she sticks around for a long time. Heck, hopefully, she wins the whole thing. I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for that, and I'm going to try and get Crystal on yeah. the show. Does if you know, know Crystal, uh, reach out to her. I, I, I would. Very much we, love to have her or Dagan Michelle, the other prominent drag queen in town on the show. Definitely know people listen to the show that are involved in that community or, you know, go to events and stuff. And uh, we got to get them on. Actually, they host Flabingo every yeah. month at Golden Girls. So I'm sure I could just reach out to Rogan. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge RuPaul's Drag Race fan for the last couple of years now. And uh, I'm very excited that we have a hometown hero on there. That That's just so cool it's, it's freaking vh1 it's the channel that yeah. plays purple rain <laughs> <laughs> every day man we used to do this a lot it used to be just you and me mostly and uh it's a lot different yeah. i really like it yeah it's fun i'm excited to do more of this dan yeah me um too. if people want to hear more of just me and dan talking and i, I don't blame you <laughs> unlike most episodes no. i'm like i get why people will listen to sure. this <laughs> <laughs> um, $5 a month, wow. half of which we'll donate to Ozark's Food Harvest, which will feed uh, people 10, meal, 10 meals. <laughs> it's not going to feed 10 people. It's going to feed 10 meals to people who need it. Yeah. So, you know, if you feel like you can subscribe, if it is in, in any way a financial hardship for you, please don't. And uh, maybe even contact me and say, can you send me those episodes? And I yeah. probably will because yeah. I, I'm a softie, you yeah. know, whatever. But if you can afford it, we uh, would appreciate it. Yeah, so. absolutely. We put a lot of time and work into the episodes here, and uh, yeah, we. We're, we're <laughs> <laughs> All no, right, you do. Well. You, you do. It, it takes time to eat the food and everything, and you got to structure your days around it. No, you absolutely. No, no, you, you got me. Well, for the first week of what you eat in the spring food mo bonus show, uh-huh. I've been Dan Howell, <laughs> and I have been Andy Carr. Uh, everybody go eat some good food. Tell us what you ate. Tell us, tell us where we should eat for this. Yeah, absolutely. And 
If you are a bonus episode listener and you give us a call on our hotline, the number of which I cannot remember, mm-hmm. it's on our Instagram. We will play your voice on at least the bonus episodes. Uh-huh. If you are our bonus episode listeners, you are the top tier of fans. <laughs> Make no mistake. You're the best. We like you more than everybody else. Absolutely. And, uh, if you're not subscribing to it, well, we hate you. We, <laughs> <laughs> we will almost certainly um, do more than just these two episodes, too. Yes. Because we a lot of times just had ideas like we can't we can't really oh, yeah. do that. No, we're going to get wild <laughs> on here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited for the different avenues that we can take with this. Our number, if you would like to call and leave a voicemail, is 417-501-6287. That's 501 <laughs> <laughs> Warren Oats, except not because it's me and Warren Oats. <laughs> Okay, bye, everyone. Bye. Oh, hey, listeners, just jumping in to say one more thing. Dan did bring us a sugar fire cookie and totally forgot. We forgot to eat it and uh, talk about it. So, yeah, we're tasting that right now. What do you think think about that? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good cookie. Yep.